coming up on mobile learning in the classroom, research and citation apps. Hi, my name is Guy Trainer. And I'm Zoe Valls. And this is Mobile Learning in the Classroom, and today we're talking about research and citations, and this is an area where uh, digital resources can really help connect, collect, and really preserve everything that you read and uh, use while you're doing research. So let's start. Okay, so one of my favorite things when it finally came out is the OWL Purdue Online Writing Lab. and for me, it was a lot easier than having to go to the store and mm -hmm. buy the new book every time MLA or APA changed their mind about where to put a comma. Mm -hmm. And with OWL, you can just pull it up online through any web browser, on your phone, on your tablet, on your computer, yep. and you can go through and it'll tell you everything you need to know about how to format your references that you're using for a paper. And it'll give you examples, and you can go through and it'll show you basic rules, and then it'll give you examples as you go through. And my favorite is mm -hmm. the sample paper that it gives you. So you can go through and you can see exactly how a paper is supposed to look. And it'll give you little text boxes with details about certain formatting things, the running head, the title mm -hmm. page, how to make the numbering work, what to do with images, and how to add in tables and figures. So basically everything you could want to know, all in a handy dandy little website. Mm -hmm. And and at the at the uh, college level, mm -hmm. obviously, I just send the link. But this also allows everybody to use the same guidelines at the especially high school level mm -hmm. when you're already writing more serious research and you want to make that transition to college. This is a great way because the owl is available for free. Anybody can go on that website and use it, so you don't need to buy the book that we used to do uh, with APA or MLA. You can just do it based on what's available online. Exactly, and it'll show you other resources mm -hmm. and. What this is really nice for is with, with technology expanding the way it has, yeah. um, there are so many other ways of getting information mm -hmm. that aren't just from an article or from a book. And this will show you different ways. So a newspaper article, electronic books, Kindle books. Yeah. So things that are gonna be more relevant to where these learners are at now versus some of the more traditional old school version of, mm -hmm. you know, going to the encyclopedia and pulling out that, you know, yeah. the correct edition. Um, and, and the big, the big change, uh, the big changes with electronic resources are is the fact that they don't always stay there. So blogs, other even newspaper articles show up and then are archived somewhere else. So being able to track those, it's about, especially when you talk about uh, reading on different in different ways, is page numbers don't make sense like they used to because if you change the font size, then at least on my Kindle, it changes the pagination. So giving a page number is less useful than it used to be. And the idea is that we can actually uh, have standard ways to refer to those so people can uh, look them up if they're so interested. All right, so the next one would be, and that's what you use a lot. And you talked to me about Zotero. I've never yes. used Zotero, so I'm excited about this one. So Zotero is, for me, how I manage all of my references. Mm -hmm. And this is an easy way that when I get that syllabus at the beginning of the semester and there's the list of all of the stuff, 
I just put them all into Zotero so that I have them for reference mm -hmm. later. If I'm working on a specific paper, I can create a folder and I can store all of the sources okay. that I may or may not even end up using, but at least they're there and I can find them. Now, my favorite part about Zotero is up here in the corner of my web browser is this little button. And so if I'm in Google Books, mm -hmm. Books.google.com, and I found a book that I, I'm just going to find any book, mm -hmm. and let's say this is a book that I'm going to want to keep. The icon changes, and it tells me, hey, this is a book. If I click on the icon, it'll automatically save it into my Zotero. Mm -hmm. um, and then I can just keep doing what I'm doing, knowing that it's there. And when I'm ready to go and export it into my document, I can pull up an individual, and mm -hmm. I can tell it I just want to export this item. And mm -hmm. I want to do, I can do the full citation, or I can just do the in-text citation. You can select an entire folder. So if you have a folder of ones that okay. you know used in your paper, you can copy it to your clipboard and then just paste it in. So you don't have to worry about too many plugins bogging down whatever source you're using. So mm -hmm. if I'm in Google Docs yeah. instead of Word, I don't have to worry about it. I can just copy paste. Mm -hmm. And does it do uh, chapters if there are individual chapters written by somebody else or edited books? Yes. Or? And you can okay. always go in and edit mm -hmm. the individual thing. So sometimes, depending on how the data is imported into the web source you're getting it from, um, you might have to go in and tweak it a little bit before you pull it out. But it will do things if you're on a specific chapter. Mm -hmm. You can tell it, I want just this chapter. So if you're in Google Scholar and mm -hmm. you're looking at sources, you can select the articles that you want from that page, and it'll dump all of them into Zotero for you. So when I'm getting ready to do a lit review or mm -hmm. starting to look at a bigger research project, and I'm just kind of curating all of the sources, I can pull the ones that look interesting, keep track of what I have, and then go back to them later. So if I go in here and I go to my groups, mm -hmm. I have different groups for different projects that I'm working on. Um, and again, you can invite members, and you can make mm -hmm. the groups public or private. So okay. if you're working on something that you need to keep pretty contained, or if you're working on something that's just you know, open research and knowledge that you want to share with the world, you can make it so that it's an open group and people can access. So, so you've got two aspects. One is who gets to see it and the other one who gets to contribute. Correct. So closed membership means only those who are members can contribute and public in this case means other people can view it, but they can't really add to it. Correct. So All they right. can see the sources that you've added and you can add people to it uh -huh. through their email address um, and you know, and then when you're in, and so you don't necessarily have to use the web browser all mm -hmm. the time. So there is also a desktop application, and it's the same thing. So down in my in the group libraries, you can access all of that information there too, and, and it'll tell you who. Im so if you have multiple people in a group, it'll tell you who imported what source. Mm -hmm. So if there's an issue with it, or you have a question, you know which member of your group contributed that resource to the collective. And so, does it cost anything? No, it is free. That's fantastic. It is free. And it'll work on 
any platform. Mm -hmm. It'll work in the any browser. So there's the website itself, there's the application, and then there's the plugin. Mm -hmm. And they work seamlessly together because you log in, and then that login works on any device. So if I'm logged in on my laptop, and I, I can pull it up on my desktop yeah. as well. There isn't, at this point, a mobile app mm -hmm. for Zotero. So that is one thing to keep in mind. Yeah. Um, but it will work inside Chrome, so Chromebooks would work, and correct. anything that runs Chrome will probably be able to handle it. Correct. Um, the one, the the plugin doesn't mm -hmm. doesn't work the same way, or I don't. The last time I looked, it wasn't working on a mobile app yeah. or a mobile device. Um, but other than that, you can still access all of it and add things to it. All right. So today we talked about quite a few options to do research and citations, and we'll see you next time on mobile learning in the classroom. Bye.